Fernando, we're going to talk about the movies and particularly how movies are used to help language learning. And uh, I am so excited about this because I love movies. I love learning Spanish. And for me, uh, movies have been such a big part of that. And I think they were a big part for you learning English, were they, were, were they not? Yeah, that was a key, crucial in my English learning experience throughout my short life. <laughs> you have a short life yeah. <laughs> compared with mine. You do, but don't rub it in. Have okay. your have your life. <laughs> okay, so but let's we're going to talk with our listeners about one particular movie that you recommended to me and that that we both now recommend to our listeners. So tell us about this movie. Yeah, this movie is called I Dream in Another Language. It's by Mexican filmmaker Ernesto Contreras, which is one of my Mexican directors, my favorite Mexican directors actually. En el principio so Lori and I watched this movie last night in Spanish with, let me see, did we have English subtitles or Spanish subtitles? I forget, actually. I think Spanish subtitles. And um, wow, you know, I can usually predict movies. I could not, I did not predict this one. And uh, what a great movie. But why, why do you like it so much? Yeah, so I Dream in Another Language tells the story about Martin. He's a dedicated linguist who travels to a rainy and foggy little village in the Veracruz jungle. He wants to record a conversation between the last two speakers of a mysterious indigenous language called Sicril. But here's the problem, Steve. These two old men have not spoken to each other for the past 50 years. No se han hablado como en 50 años. They haven't spoken together for 50 years, and that's part of the mystery. Yeah, that's part of the mystery because they used to be really, really good friends, and they shared this mysterious and sacred language and they lived uh, many adventures together they met this w gorgeous girl that became their friend but then the movie just fast forwards into what they are doing now they just live apart miles apart and have not spoken to each other so this is when martin comes to the to the village and wants to do this recording martin is a young linguist and there happens to be a young woman surprise in this movie so there's there's a love interest the granddaughter of one of these old men i found the movie unpredictable beautifully rendered Beautifully photographed, disturbing. Did I say surprising already? Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and just really, really cool. So I would I would recommend it as well. Yeah. And you asked me at the top of the show why did I like this movie? I think I like it because it first it speaks to America the bilingual spirit of language preservation. But in this case, this movie is. It's not about, hey, speak another language so you can get a job. 
this movie is about preserve a language because this otherwise your past, your people, your memories will be erased forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talk about a dying language. I mean, we, we did an episode, as you know, on Cherokee and the heroic work that the Cherokee people are doing to save the Cherokee language. And that's in danger with only several thousand people left that still speak it. But two people left. I mean, that's, and they're two old men. Obviously, they're not going to have children and teach the language. <laughs> so this language is, is on its way out for sure, right? Yeah, this language is on its way out. So basically what this linguist wants to do with the, the recording is to have some sort of backup file of how this language was structured. So he could really have a really, really good understanding of how this language operated before it completely vanishes forever. Los escuchan. Eran ellos. Cuando un sicril muere, todos van a buscarlo y lo traen aquí. I thank you for recommending the movie. Lori and I enjoyed it. I would recommend it as well. And But let's talk about movies in general for language learning. So, as I said, I love movies, and now that I've been studying Spanish for uh, more years than I'd like to admit, uh, <laughs> movies have been such a wonderful experience for me. And But you tell your movie story first and, and how movies were important for you learning English. Absolutely. My process of becoming bilingual was directly related to watching tons of movies. My process started in elementary school, so I just had some like four hours a week of English. Then junior high, I had to take some summer courses because my teacher was not as good. And then in in high school, I entered this bilingual bachelorate where I learned geometry, geography, history, math, algebra, all in English. So it was kind of hard, but very rewarding. And at the same time, in parallel of doing that, I would just devour music and especially movies, which I had to subtitle, obviously, in Spanish. Oh, so so you started watching American, were these American movies and then subtitled in Spanish? Yes, that was my first step. So I had to become accustomed to the, to the sound of the language and I would really focus on how they pronounce words, you know, the th sound that the English language has, the th. The the th sound and and like in what words like those yeah like in those or in these and those type of words and my movies in that time during junior high would be scream or all those slasher movies or or comedy movies slasher movies okay <laughs> <laughs> so how would they subtitle the screams in, <laughs> in Spanish and gritos. buy a lot of movies. DVDs. Yes. yes. And I would take uh-huh. the back 
side of the DVD to see the option of the subtitle. So the audio was English, Spanish, French, and subtitles would be also English, Spanish, French. And that would be a great opportunity. Just um, So on my days off, I would watch a lot of movies and I would play them with the English subtitles this time. So I would uh, really get a hold of new vocabulary. <laughs> ah, mm-hmm. so you're listening to English and and uh, looking at the English exactly. subtitles. Yeah. And how was that? Well, it helped a lot because listening to the English and reading what, what is being said helps you really keep track of all the different pronunciations that are being uttered uh, because it's very different to understand a Lord of the Rings movie from, say, Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2. I'm glad that your taste in movies stepped up from slasher movies to Bad Boys 2. I, I think that's <laughs> moving in the right, dra- <laughs> right direction. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- those are the type of movies that you watch when you're 18. But also, I would... I remember that... One of my first purchases was Stanley Kubrick's filmography. So I would buy Barry Lyndon, Clockwork Orange, Space Odyssey. And that's another accent that you would really need some backup element to understand what has been said. So that's why I I would subtitle all that. Well, that is very cool. And so that experience and watching all these movies helped your English? Yeah, that would definitely help. I think that you're you're exactly right. The way that we could learn another language fa- at a faster pace is if we tie it to this great experience that is watching a movie because it's multisensorial. Well, I'm really glad to hear that movies have helped you because they have helped me. And I was thinking about this before our call, and it seems to me that there are four stages of watching movies. And I've shared this with other people I've talked to who are learning Spanish. The first stage is when you just watch a movie. Okay, so I'm a Spanish learner, and I'm talking about an English-speaking Spanish learner. So... So the first stage is when you just watch the movie in English, so the audio is in English, but you put on Spanish subtitles. So you're just sort of reading, and you can learn that way, and it's good. I can usually talk my family into doing that, even if they're not Spanish learners. They don't mind the subtitles so much. So that gives me some—it's kind of like putting your toe in the water. And then—so that's—I would call that stage one. And then stage two is when is a big stage up. That's when you put the audio to Spanish and you have English subtitles. So maybe that's like putting both feet in the water, right? That's stage two, and that's great because you're hearing the Spanish, especially if the movie is originally in Spanish, although it could be dubbed into Spanish both ways, with the English subtitles. Then the next stage, and this is a pretty big leap, so we've gone... Now from just putting our feet into the water to maybe up to your chest. And that is when when you're listening to the Spanish audio and you have Spanish subtitles. So you no longer have the English crutch. 
you're listening to Spanish, you're reading Spanish. And one of the surprising things, for me anyway, was that often what the Spanish I was hearing did not match the Spanish I was reading. I don't. Did you ever notice that with English? Yeah, I noticed that a lot because sometimes for the sake of space, subtitle companies have to short the most of the nuances in order to make... Oh, they shorten Yeah. It. Oh, I never thought about that. You know, I thought it was maybe because they, they do the subtitles from the script and the actors diverge from the script. But in any event, it's sometimes disconcerting, but it sometimes it's kind of cool because I see that, oh, there's two ways of saying something. Like in, in Spanish, it, it may be um, de nada, and then uh, they might say no hay de que or something that would be equivalent or claro and or por supuesto. And then I realized that, that it's two different ways of saying basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's a learning experience too. Exactly. And then, so that's up to your chest. That's stage three. Stage four subtitles go away and you just have the audio and that's like full-on swimming right or maybe diving <laughs> diving under the water there's there's no English there's no reading because uh, you know most of us can read better than we can hear and understand so that's stage four you know I um, I suppose I love the metaphor Steve I like it yeah I like it you put it in, the, in that way You know, it's such a wonderful way, and and technology has, as you know, advanced so rapidly in uh, movies and how we can watch movies, you know, on our tablets and our phones and our laptops. And now that it's digitally delivered through Amazon or Netflix or what have you, wow, what what a boon to language learning. Yeah, you, I remember that you were telling me how amazed you were at how technology has helped in this language learning, especially with movies, that the options for subtitles are, are almost automatic. Mm, yeah. And of course, the, the movie industry is doing this to expand their audience. But a side effect, a wonderful side effect of this is that for language learners, it's just such a wonderful tool. And to me, it's not only the how to learn a language, one of the great ways of how to learn language, but it also gets into the why learning language and and you can open yourself up to the movie and the art artistry of movies and the culture of other countries in such a delightful way that's enriching like I've I'm going to mention two of my favorite films one is an Argentinian film that's The Secret in Their Eyes Hace 25 años que me pregunto le presento a la señorita Irene Menéndez Hastings la nueva secretaria del juzgado Do you know that one, uh, Los Secretos mm. in Sus Ojos? El Secreto de Sus Ojos. Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't seen oh, that. Oh, my gosh. It's The director is Juan Jose Campanella, and he won an Oscar in 2010, or the movie won an Oscar, for a Best Foreign Language Film. It has Ricardo Darín in it, who is one of my favorite actors now. In fact, I was so impressed with his role of this inspector in the movie trying to uh, solve a long, unsolved murder that uh, I've gone to, on to watch so many of his movies, all the movies I can find of Ricardo Darín. 
Yeah, he's a great actor. I've known him for Relatos Salvajes. Yeah, isn't he super? And then you also learn something about, you know, the Argentinian culture. And the other, one of my other real favorites is called The Hidden Face, uh, La Cara Oculta. Te quiero mucho. Por favor, no me busques. Y no me odies. The 2011 film out of, of Spain, and the director is Andres Baez. And, oh my gosh, what a shocking and amazing film that is. So I would recommend those two. The Secret in Their Eyes and The Hidden Face. Have you seen that one, The Hidden Face? No, I haven't, but I will put it on my bucket list. Those are two of my favorites. And, you know, I'd love to hear from uh, listeners about favorites that you have, not just in learning Spanish, of course, but whatever language you're learning, if it's Russian or Italian, uh, Fellini movies or what have you. We'd love to hear about it and share those stories about this wonderful way we have to add to our language learning. Yes, so they can do that by visiting our website, americadebilingual.com. Mm-hmm. Or uh, on the usual social media, um, Facebook and Twitter. That's right. Okay, so Fernando, let's make some popcorn and watch another movie together. <laughs> let's do some <laughs> little doves of corn. <laughs> Palomitos de maíz. <laughs> okay, mi amigo. So uh, for America the Bilingual, this is Steve Levine and Fernando Hernandez. Mm-hmm.